Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Thursday, everybody, or Friday Eve, as we like to call it around here. Glad you're with us on the Eagle Hour. Special show today, Kelly and Michael Morgans, uh, they're at the Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. We'll be going out to the sports book here in a little while to talk to them about all the activities now that things are beginning to get back to normal that you can enjoy at Bocoma Casino. We're about to bring J.P. Heath from Rice University on the show as well to preview Saturday evening's game. Opening segment, though, always sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, and we thank them for all they do. Great food, great place to call. The next time you want to cater an event for your home, for your church, or maybe your next tailgate, uh, just give Dickie's a call. All right, the Golden Eagles set to take on Rice University, 5.30 Friday afternoon. Our go-to guy at Rice is always J.P. Heath. Play-by-play voice of the Owls. Always glad to have him back on the Eagle Hour. JP, how are you? Can't complain, brother. Uh, I, I hesitate with that compliment. I don't know if I'm anybody's go-to guy, but <laughs> I always love coming on. Well, we always enjoy having you, and we're always appreciative of your time. Well, you know, as I look at this Rice team, JP, it's it's a little hard to figure. They they played a really tough schedule: Arkansas, Houston, Texas, to open the year. I, I going to ask you who made up that schedule i'm sure the coach must have thanked them for that uh but but rice hard to figure you really played a really good arkansas team really well and then in your win uh, you know a 48 34 uh win over texas southern a little surprising uh that you would give up that many points to them after the way you played in arkansas but nevertheless which 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 team do you expect to see saturday the one that took arkansas down to the wire or, or maybe the team that uh struggled a bit against uh, stopping Texas Southern? Uh, I have zero idea. Otherwise, I'd be at the casino with your friends making a <laughs> bit of coin. But, no, it, it's the exasperation in my voice is intended because we just don't know. Um, truthfully, and as honest as I can answer that, the schedule didn't dictate. You said what a lot of us are thinking, like, gee, thanks with that schedule. But interestingly enough, the Owls' best defensive game came against Arkansas. Right. Uh, so go figure. Texas Southern puts up more yards on them than Arkansas. We we like to think we really woke up Arkansas because we had them dead to rights at the half. But the short answer, I don't know. But it, it depends a lot on what Southern Miss is going to do. Obviously, I don't know what Coach Hall has, has drawn up because Rice has had trouble with the deep ball. So can Keys – can he try that deep? And then can Rice run the ball? Southern Miss has been really good against uh, the run in their three games before the Bama game. So I think it comes down to those two things. But I am as interested as you, my friend, to, to find out the answer to that. And I guess uh, 60 minutes or so on Saturday will get us closer to that because I just don't yeah. know right now. Rice has always been a good offensive team, especially against, it seems like, the Golden Eagles. I guess it all starts with your quarterback, Wiley Green. Wiley's been out. He got uh, he got, and, and, and it's been wild 
Uh, Rice, here's a stat for you. This is one of the crazier stats you'll hear. Um, while they got knocked out uh, in the Texas game, okay, we used mm-hmm. four quarterbacks in the Texas game. And then last week against Texas Southern, um, the Owls uh, started a young guy named uh, Jake Constantine, who we thought would be the starter coming into the season. Now, there's a lot of names. I'm shuffling around a lot of names here, okay? Luke McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey's brother, brother also figures in there. So the long, scenic route of my point is we've got 11 different starting quarterbacks since the start of 2017, <laughs> and that's the most in Division One. Right. So they've got to get that consistency behind center and under center. I think it'll be Constantine again. And then McCaffrey will come in in some short yardage and running situation. He is quick as a as a hiccup. So they they found a good mix right now. Constantine's a pretty accurate quarterback too. But again, what I've proven to know about this football team has been challenging in this year because it's been a interesting first four games to say the least. Well, it sounds like Green may be injured fairly badly. Is that correct? Is he out for a while? Yeah, unfortunately. I don't know the long term of it, but I don't I don't see him playing. He took a, a good hit. They didn't officially list the the cause of it, but he is uh he's out uh for the foreseeable future. But we got Constantine, he's a guy that started his career at Boise State, went to a California JUCO and then he was at Weber State for a couple years. Taller guy, good in the pocket. Uh, I'm not comparing him to any guys y'all have had in the past, but he reminds me of a Southern Miss really accurate quarterback and that can that can spin it but can also move and scoot just a little bit. So right. I think he'll be the guy getting about 70% of the snaps, Constantine. I got you. All right, Kelly, I know you're in Sandersville of Oklahoma. You want to get in here with J.P. Heath? Yeah, I, I'm just going over my, uh, my odd sheet here, and the Owls are two-point picks according to the uh, odds makers here at the – at the Bocoma Casino and Pearl River uh, Resort. But, J.P., going into the season, the Owls had to have certain expectations on both sides of the ball. So what were those expectations? And to this point, have they fulfilled those expectations? What are they doing well? What are some glaring weaknesses at this point? I can answer that piece by piece. The expectations were to be a bowl team. And last year, they went two and three. We had, like, like a lot of other teams, we had a COVID-shortened season. So you really didn't know. I mean, we beat Marshall. Marshall was kind of on the last legs. The Doc Holiday was still a tremendous win for us. Uh, Marshall's like 15th or 17th in the nation at the time. That was our first ranked win in, heck, uh, 20-some-odd years. And, no, they haven't met those expectations yet. A lot of that is uh, the schedule. The, the Houston game was disappointing. We played uh, Crosstown Rival right after uh, it got announced that they were going to the Big 12, so you thought it could be a good statement game. But then Houston just ran up and down the field, so that was a tough one. And then beat Texas Southern decidedly, but some were saying it wasn't by enough. So I think in a few weeks, the, the, once the schedule is evened out after a few weeks in Conference USA play, we don't get any treats after our bye week. We go to probably the best team in Conference USA right now, UTSA, but it's a, it's a slow burn, and hopefully they can play well at the right time and and maybe uh, rack up a few wins in a row here, of course. I want to see that Saturday, but they're, uh, the best ball is ahead of them, I hope. So, so I'm guessing that from Rice's point of view, very much like Southern Miss's point of view, is that this is a good opening opponent to begin conference play. But with that being said, it's also a game that you almost – 
have to win in order for the for people not to get too restless. Is that fair to say? say? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, very succinct way to put it. Uh, I, I, by no means, I'm I'm not in the prediction, or I'm not here to make any bold claims for bulletin board material. But you hit it dead on. I think both teams with a, a I mean, y'all have uh, Southern Miss has a newer coaching staff and a newer regime, right. whereas at Rice with uh, some of the academic. Um, requirements, right, has to have a slower build and be a developmental program, they want to, like I said earlier with those expectations, they have to get uh, into bowl contention and get back to contending for a conference title like they did almost 10 years ago. So, yeah, this is <laughs> this is a big one for both of us coming up, and I can't, I can't wait. It, it seems like I'm joking with uh, Bob during the week that if we, if we played in Pinochle or Parcheesi, Rice and, and Southern Miss, it's going to come down to a close game. Yeah, well, well, there's and, no and question, the final, too. Yeah, go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, and the final question I have, JP, is it seems like everybody in the league now is talking about potential realignment and where if Conference USA were to fold or, you know, it's all sort of hypotheticals out there. Is there any talk around Rice land as to, you know, what, what is the discussion in, in your area about potential realignment and where Rice might fit in? I'm going to find out more coming up tomorrow or record a podcast with our athletic director, Dr. Joe Carlgaard. But I, when I asked him that question a couple weeks ago, he was at the uh, national conference as they're rewriting the rule book for uh, Division One. So we'll get a lot more updates, to be fair, in, in a day or so. But I think that with the American, it lines up well like it does with, with you guys, too. Uh, I think that uh, the Mountain West, there have been some rumor. Again, all this is just me uh, from what I've right. heard in the past. And, and it's nothing official from the Rice camp, obviously. Uh, but I think the American would be a great move for anybody inside Conference USA because they situated themselves. But um, I forget because I'm a, a sports guy and not the music guy, but what's the musical reference? you got to love the one you're with. How about <laughs> you've got to be good, be great where you are. Don't let the president and obviously the ADs, let them worry about that. The people right. in, the, in the hallways at the Patterson Center, Rice's football facility, at Tudor Fieldhouse, or basketball is wrestling park for baseball. And that goes for, for the Southern Miss folks, too. They're, they're not... Fans like to do that, but I think in the big scheme, win where you are. The rest will take care of itself. All right, JP, that's a great way to end it. Love the one you're with. I think that's a, I think that's pretty well said. As always, my friend, we appreciate you being on the show, and I look forward to a good game Friday or Saturday afternoon. Yeah, we're coming there in baseball, too, so we'll get to see you. Look forward to seeing you. JP Heath, everybody, Rice University, play-by-play voice. Kelly and Michael are at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. We're going to go there right after the break, so you stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. I want to thank our buddy J.P. Heath for joining us, giving us a little preview about the Rice Owls. Should be an interesting game uh, Saturday afternoon at 530. 
Also a reminder, Jeremy McLean, Athletic Director at Southern Miss, on the show tomorrow. We've got lots to talk to him about. Picasso Nelson, former great quarterback and NFL player on the show Monday. Brian Morrison, uh, Associate Athletic Director, on the show next Thursday. So we've got a lot of stuff lined up already. And uh, looking forward to another great week of the Eagle Hour on Super Talk Mississippi. This segment of the show is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. That's where Southern Miss fans go to pick the best assortment of apparel anywhere in the country. You can shop them online 24-7 at CampusBookmart.net, or you can go to the store Monday through Saturday. They're located on Hardy Street. Miss Kathleen will welcome you with open arms. Be, tell, uh, be sure to tell her that the Eagle Hour said hello. All right, Kelly and Michael, they're at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. We're so happy to be back uh, at the sports book down there. It sort of indicates to us things are getting back to normal, which we're happy to talk about. Michelle York is the operations director at Bocoma, and she is on the set with Kelly and Michael. Take it away, Kelly. And, and I got to tell you, Bob, uh, we hear tell that the Laurel Leader Call, the local newspaper here, has a football pick'em contest each week, and she has been in the top two, like almost every single week. Uh-oh. So, uh oh, e- even though Michelle is a native of Pascagoula, so hasn't oh, seen a lot of good football. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Kelly. <laughs> she apparently Redemption. knows how to pick football. Now, as we mentioned, you're a native of Pascagoula, but have been the ops director here for a year. And yes. my goodness, Michelle, the stuff that you have had thrown at you in a year kind of bring us up to speed as to... Safeguard everybody, the guests, as well as the property. So what, what entails, what's entailed your elevator speech on what the operations manager does here at Bocoma? Well, me, is just to keep, keep the doors open. You know, keep everybody encouraged and everybody in line, um, adhering to the guests, making sure that the guests are feeling the comfort, the friendliness, the atmosphere, and the camaraderie that Bocoma has to offer. Now, I went in this morning, and I was masked as I went into the sports book to get the odds uh, for this weekend that has uh, Southern Miss, a two-point underdog against Rice. The Jaguars are getting seven and a half points tonight against Cincinnati. Now, you're this this great picker, Michelle. What Cincinnati, now she, and she's on her app here, which, of course, when you hear it, Bocoma, and it's a rainy day like today, and if you don't want to get wet, you don't necessarily have to go to the building to be able to bet sports. You download their app, you drive into the parking lot here, get on their system, so to speak, right. and then you can, can place your bets. Mm-hmm. So I think you take Jag- the Jaguars and the seven and a half points, but I'm a Bengal fan. I know how they'll screw this up somehow. But if you were advising people on tonight's game, since you're so good, according to the Laurel Leader Calls, pick them contest. What do you do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So much pressure. Yes. So all I can say is that I'm a lucky guesser. I really am. I mean, I do some minimal research on the teams, but I actually go for the colors of the uniform. Well, that was, Oh, the colors of the uniform. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Well, actually, if, if you do minimal research, that's perfect for tonight's game because both teams have minimal talent. So, so we'll maybe get. So your, I too was choose the Jaguars. Oh, you take the Jaguars yes, and the yeah. points. Yeah. Okay, now you've got a blood drive going on today too, right? Tell us yes, what, what that's, that's from all about. Eleven to two, and we're encouraging a lot of people to come out to um, donate blood. You know, we have a deficit with um, the COVID, and we need to have more people to come out. You know, it's been a challenge overall this whole year since COVID's been happening. You know, everybody's are, are fearful of catching the disease, but yet also giving back. 
you know, and I mean, it's just an overall dilemma. But it seems like you guys have been, I mean, it's been one thing after the, the tornado barely missed you guys here. Yes, yes. Uh, so you had that, and then almost immediately afterwards, then here comes well, COVID. you know, so. uh, I had to make a decision, and we chose to go ahead and close the, I had to close the doors for 12 what, hours. What sort of factors, when reopening to be fully operational, what sort of factors did you guys have to weigh before making that decision? Um, after the... Um, or COVID, uh, like this okay. latest bout of COVID. Oh, God. We had to... We did a lot of research, put a lot of um, sanitation mechanism in place with the thermal um, scanner. It detects your temperature as you're going through the door. It's elevated if... you know, And then it alarms us to show that somebody has a temperature. We put all these um, sanitation dispensers throughout the property. We also, you know, did this overall um, procedure on how to handle different um, protocols in reference to food and beverage, how we're going to address um, issues. If there's anyone that has any suspect of an illness, we immediately, you know, assure them that, you know, we're going to pay them. We also offer emergency pay. So we gave them 80 hours to say, hey, you know, if you are sick, We'd much rather you go home, take care of yourself, and, of course, you're not going to get anybody else sick. And you got the concessions back open again, too? I mean, everything's ready to go. Everything's- yes, everything's full full operational, okay. you know, with, with the exception of the mask. Now, you got some things coming up in October, of course, some Halloween we things do. going on. I mean, it seems like there's always something going on here. There is. I mean, we, we are trying to be proactive in, uh, in a lot of our initiatives, outreach, and we're listening to our guests. You know, I get on the floor every day and I talk to our associates who is in tune with the guest needs. So I take a lot of feedback and then we bring that up to the um, to the committee and we decide on what we need to do as far as offers, um, you know, the table games, saying that they want to be included in the promos that we have and you have to be, have a, um, their player's card. So what we did was now we now offer them either the opportunity to get a bonus bit or they can turn it in as um, promo chips. So we also, um, I'm very proud to say that we have an initiative that we started with the Love's Truck Stop. We are providing free shuttle service to the truckers um, where our slogan is we love our truckers. And um, what they have to do is they get $10 free play, which is also offered to every, every new member that comes into the casino. And the number to call is one 800 472 and that's the hotline to call into if they want to get a shuttle. For, otherwise, we have a shuttle going every 30 minutes over to Love's and back here to Oklahoma Casino. Yeah, so they don't necessarily need to call that number. Just kind of hang out until yes. the next you know, shuttle yes. comes along. we have a designated pickup point in our shuttle um, driver. She's very proactive. She's out there handing out our um, rat cards. She's being proactive. She was a former trucker herself, so she's very in tune with how the truckers are. And are those so, are there operating hours uh, for that shuttle service? I'm, I'm assuming it's not 24-7. No, no, yeah. no. It's, it's, at this point, we only have it operational from um, 12 until 8 p.m. Now, we're going to adjust our hours as business needs approach. But right now, um, you know, we're starting really slow. We're crawling before we run taking all the precautions, and just monitoring the progression of the shuttle service. I've, I've heard interviews with other business leaders across the country talking about the, the safety implementations that you put in for COVID and so on. And a lot of those business owners seem to think that, that some of these protocols are here to stay. What, what, what do you think, uh, you know, going forward? And I know, well, you know, it's a guess, but... Well, to me, I feel like, I mean, to safeguard everybody, I don't have a problem with it staying in place. You know, of course, it's very questionable about the mask. 
you know, but until we get a handle of um, all the initiatives we're getting people vaccinated, it's, you know, right now it's going to be here to stay. And I didn't realize when I went into the casino today, they wanted me to me to wear my mask over my eyes too and i've never seen no they did not they said yes yeah, <laughs> just above your nose <laughs> i don't I, I don't know why i didn't know that was necessary but the, the young lady that oh please cover your eyes you know as did well they give you gloves for your hands too so they just didn't want me anywhere you know any anywhere around so uh the, and the sports book i was in there this morning and the sports book is is real really busy got college football tonight a big college football weekend mm-hmm. coming up so, oh my God, that is very crazy. On Sundays, every up leading until twelve o'clock, we are neck to neck with people. Let me tell you, the day that we opened back when we were closed for twelve hours at six p.m., we decided to open the doors. The game started off at six o five. We had lines and lines of people trying to get in here to bet. Hey, we only have five minutes. Let me in. Let me in. I promise you. But you know. Unbeknownst to them, or maybe they choose not to, I said, well, hey, why don't you use the mobile app? If you use the mobile app, you could have already had money on your, your card. You could have been sitting in the parking lot making your bets. There you go. He said, well, crap, we didn't know that. I said, yes, you did. You're just choosing not to not, not to use it. And, and although we didn't, in the production meeting prior to the, the radio show today, we didn't mention to Michelle that we don't use the word crap on the air. <laughs> but that... <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, he's joking. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, you're the first it's one. It's 2021. <laughs> you know. It's okay. Well, now. at least I toned it down. <laughs> I'm gonna say, believe me, as as a Bengals fan, I've had several occasions in which to use that word. So, so don't worry about that. Oh, Real Kelly, quick, you're such the wise guy. You're hearing our earth, wind, and fire music in the background now. So you did say you're taking the Jaguars and the points tonight. Yes. Southern Miss is a two-point underdog against Rice. Lucky picker. Do I'm going to ta- say Southern Miss. There you go. Take Southern Miss and, and the points. Bob, we're having fun as we always do at Bocoma <laughs> Casino and Pearl River Resort here. Michelle, pay him no attention. He's harmless. Really harmless. <laughs> okay. Next time you're going to have to take his microphone away from <laughs> <laughs> All right. Michelle York, Operations Director at Bocoma Casino. We'll be talking to her a little Same more later again. in the show. When we come back, got some cross-country news, some baseball news, some other stuff to share with you. Stay with us. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty, I'm in the First Bank studio here in Hattiesburg. Kelly and Michael are down at the Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. A couple of programming notes. A week from tomorrow, we'll be doing a special two-hour Eagle Hour from Fuzzy's Tacos down in Midtown Hattiesburg to celebrate homecoming. We're looking forward to that. Going to have a great lineup, a big announcement about a fundraiser that we're involved in on the Eagle Hour that we think you're going to be really uh, excited about participating in for a fantastic cause uh, circulating around Southern Miss Baseball. And uh, so we look forward to that two-hour Eagle Hour next uh, Friday from Midtown in Hattiesburg. Uh, This section of the show is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. Just had a great golf tournament and fundraiser themselves. 
And tomorrow's Catfish Day, so if you enjoy catfish, there's none better on the planet than you'll find tomorrow at the 4th Street Bar and Grill. We thank them for their support of the Eagle Hour. We'll go back to Bocoma and probably bring Michelle York back on if she's willing to come back on with you, Santa. Uh, but what a, what a delightful young lady, and uh, boy, what a job she's had for the past year. Yeah, for sure, Bob. And I don't know if this is, is because of her concerns for COVID or whatever, but after that last interview segment, she moved her chair about eight feet away from me. Uh, I've seen women do that be, through the years, Kelly. That's really not surprising yeah. news to me at all. That's got to be COVID-related, though, right? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> now, Michelle, you guys have got some other things going on. Of course, we're moving into the month of October here. Tomorrow, actually, is yes, October 1st. Yes. And so you've got witches we have. and riches that's that are going to be taking place in that's October. Correct. Can you tell and us more about that? Yeah, that starts every Thursday and Friday night from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So these are they're going to be giving out some bonus bets up to $250 in bonus bet every hour and then from one winner will receive $500 in cash but we have other um, initiatives um, coming in December we will be celebrating our 11th year anniversary wow that's hard to believe so, isn't it? yes oh my god it, it has been a year but it's been it's been wonderful I mean I have an awesome staff here they are willing to you know come in help whenever we need to pitch in we've had problems with staffing Staffing has been an overall issue, and I know just by seeing all the for hire, for hire signs across um, in the city of Laurel that, you know, they also are challenged. So what we're trying to do is just encourage and that how much benefits we have, um, the great um, insurance that we have, but also that, you know, it's just the people. I mean, it's, it's hometown, and um, that's one of the things that we like to also impress on, that we're one big happy family here. You know, there's, we have probably about um, 50 job openings now. We hosted, uh, we will be hosting another job fair here on the property. I'm looking at probably doing it um, next month or at the end of this month. It just depends on the logistics. Um, and also what we're trying to do is, um, you know, build the camaraderie, the, the morale, boost the morale up. Because, you know, everybody's been hard hit by COVID, some form or fashion. Yeah, and, and at times, you know, you say, you know, because of, of COVID and other things, there have been times that, that people have just feel, felt like crap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a great word. That's a great way to put it. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Okay. I'll but use you, it next time. you're 24 7, open 24 yes. 7, and smoke free environment. Yes, non smoking. Hmm. You know, and for, for us, we felt a need because we are a 2,700 square foot facility here. And with the confines and trying to make sure that everybody keeps their mask on, you know, that was only the only way to go. It really has an effect business. Um, we've had no issues, no complaints. You know, we might have just a little rumbling because they have to come outside to smoke. But, you know, overall, we've had n- no issues. So, Bob, there you have it from, yeah. uh, from Bo Coma today. Lots of things going on. We're under the awning out front uh, and, and being protected from the light rain here. But... Uh, Everybody always having fun at, at Bocoma. Michelle, before we let you go, and I do want to thank you for inviting us down, I'd be curious to, to get your input on the sports book business in general in Mississippi since uh, the legislature made that possible. How, how big an addition has that been to the gaming industry in the state? For the gaming industry as a whole, I mean, it's been very massive. I mean, for, unbeknownst to us, we didn't realize how successful it was going to be. 
Yeah. You know, we didn't know what we didn't know then. But yet, you know, we sought out um, a sub- subject matter expert from Vegas. He came in and helped us um, break the groundwork, and we've done very successful in sportsbook. And well, so now, you know, we probably see a need to do some kind of expansion. Is that right? But yet I do have to... I do also have to, you know, emphasize the need for utilizing our technology that we've provided. Um, Bedding from the outside of the parking lot, within the perimeter of the grounds on the casino, once you get a connection, you can even place your bet at home, but you have to come to property to actually submit the bet, as long as you have money on your card. And and did you know, too, Bob, that, that Bocoma is, is, is the, the only place that we know of that you can bet college Baseball. Now we're not in baseball season, obviously, right. but you can bet college baseball outside of like uh, you know the regionals. Yeah. Well, that was uh, one thing I wanted. One thing I wanted to ask you: what what has proven to be the the sport that Mississippians get the most involved uh, in betting on? Would it be college football, NFL football, Major League Baseball, and and now you say college baseball? What, what seems to be the number one sport, Michelle? Well, we're in the SEC country, and college football has been one we vamp up for. So I, that's what I'm going to say is college football. Yeah, yeah. Beer, beer pong hasn't yet made it. No. On the, on, well, you know. well, that would be you know that would be here, but I, I, I guess, uh, and and that's understandable. But does that vary from you know parts of the country to different parts of the country? For example, in Las Vegas, where they now have the Las Vegas Raiders playing. I would assume there that NFL betting is is massive now in Las Vegas. Um, I can't com- comment on that, but I would just say that for here, you know, in our region, I mean, football is football. Yeah. I know for me, I wait for football season, and I get so excited about that. So. And they do have they do have their own. They don't have to to hold to any particular lines here, Bob. They have their own people that, that make their own separate lines. Right. So you might say, well, so and so is a four point pick. Well, it might not be that way. You know, right. at Bocoma, it's, it all depends on the money here. Yeah, you know? slides. Right. So so it's it's moving all the time. But they they do that all here by themselves. All right, Michelle. It's really well, cool the way it works. We yeah. want to thank you very much. Magic for, behind the scenes. Yeah, we want to thank you for setting in with us and uh, our, our sincere thanks for allowing our show to come back to, to your great facility there. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, and you're always welcome back. All right, well, thank you. That she is, even looked at me, Bob. <laughs> she yeah. even looked at me when she said that. Michelle York, Operations Director at Bocoma. Hey, I want to move on to some news here. Southern Miss Cross Country returning to action tomorrow afternoon. They're in the in the Joe Payne Notre Dame Invitational. The Golden Eagles will take part in the Gold Race. And uh, listen to this competition. The Gold Race features 24 schools from around the country, including Akron, Auburn, Ball State, Cal, Central Michigan, Charlotte, Cincinnati, Clemson, Dayton, Eastern Kentucky, Eastern Michigan, Illinois State, Indiana State, Kennesaw State, Kent State, Northern Illinois, Ohio State, Pittsburgh, Southern Illinois, Western Michigan, Youngstown State, and, of course, Southern Miss. Lena May, Kathleen Cartwright, and Rebecca Decay all look to build on uh, their great performance uh, in the North Alabama Showcase just two weeks ago while Carla Bill returns for her season debut uh, in South Bend. Uh, Kate Maddox, Cassidy Tusher. Sarah Parnell uh, will also tow the line for the Golden Eagles. So good luck to those ladies. You know, Kelly, we don't talk about 
those sports enough. But, boy, they're having some great success this year in cross country and in golf. We've talked a lot about the great success, of course, with the track and field program. But some of the sports that don't get a lot of attention are, are really doing well at Southern Miss. They are. In fact, last night I ran into a couple of uh, college golfers from William Carey University, which uh, for those of you not from the Hattiesburg area, you, you know, William Carey is a is a private uh, university in, in Hattiesburg. And, of course, those golfer, the golfing fraternity is kind of small. And they were all very impressed and thrilled. Thrilled. William Carey was just thrilled that the Southern Miss guys are playing as well as they are and getting some some national headlines. But again, they're coached by a guy who knows a little bit about playing golf. You know, Eddie Brescher uh, winning the big tournament. You know, this summer. So um, didn't you really, say he won the at, amateur championship in Mississippi this 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 summer? Um, you know, won, and I think that's the second time that, that he's won it over over his his career. So that wow. you know, that's not easy to do. And uh, while we're on the subject of golf, we want to wish Davis Riley of Hattiesburg good luck. He is playing in the um, the tournament in Jackson. You know, uh, his first, his, actually his second tournament as a PGA touring pro missed the cut by one stroke last week. But now in the Jackson area, and I imagine they're getting rained on up there too, uh, which you know would make it difficult. But good luck to to Davis Riley as yeah. he begins his quest for PGA fame. All right, we're at Mocombe Casino in Sandersville this afternoon. We've got one more segment. Kelly and I will come back and wrap that up. We'll talk a little bit about the NFL game tonight. <laughs> Just so much drama. And uh, also the upcoming weekend as well. And, of course, football now. Just about 48 hours away. Again, big game for the Golden Eagles. I think really important that they play well and win this. We'll talk more about that right after this. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. D1, DBAP, that's the place you need to keep in mind if you want to do some athletic training. D1 for all you adult athletes out there that want to fine-tune your game. DBAT for uh, kids that enjoy baseball and softball. From little bitty kids up to college age, uh, they've got the facilities and the experts to make training productive for you and your kids at D1 and DBAT on Hardy Street and we're grateful for their support of the Eagle Hour. All right, uh, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens there at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. You have a big game tonight, guys, with Jones playing Hines Junior College. And, Kelly, uh, junior college football always very exciting in Mississippi. This year, no exception. Well, they call it the toughest league in America, the MACCC. And when you look down throughout the years, the number of junior college players from Mississippi that have wound up playing in the National Football League, I dare say that there isn't any other junior college league in the country that can compare those kind of numbers. And you mentioned Hines at Jones. That's a big South Division uh, rivalry tonight at Jones. And, of course, Bob, the big, the big problem for all teams tonight is going to be this horrible, 
horrible weather. It's just lousy, you know, seemingly everywhere. I mean, tons and tons of rain. Now, there are artificial surfaces on some of these fields, but it's just going to make for, you know, pretty slick going tonight. But Hines is playing at Jones. Pearl River Community College is at East Central. That's another South Division matchup. Both of those teams uh, looking to get back on the winning track, PRCC and they are playing at East Central Indicator. The two longest trips of the day, Southwest, the Bears go all the way to Mississippi Delta to play, and East Mississippi Community College travels to Northwest. That's another big marquee game because you've got two teams that are highly ranked and highly heralded every year. Last chance U travels to Northwest. In other action, it's Itawamba, who took Jones uh, to the wire really last, well, three quarters uh, last week. Itawamba travels to Northwest. East, Gulf Coast travels to Colin in a big matchup in the South Division, and Cohoma travels to Holmes. So that's the, uh, that's the junior college schedule tonight. For schedules, scores, statistics, and more, you can follow them at jucoweekly.org, jucoweekly.org. All right, and tonight in the NFL, Kelly Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, it's hard for me to get this out of my mouth. I think I'm making a mistake. Two and one on the season Take on the hapless Jacksonville Jaguars, Kelly. Boy, I, you're just jealous as you can be, aren't you, Bob, that my Bengals are sitting here at 2-1. At and one. And like I said, I don't care what happens the rest of the year. We beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Ben looked terrible. So, uh, again, the Bengals are 7.5-point picks. But uh, but if you're here at Bocoma, my money is going on. The, I don't know if the Jaguars will win the game, but the Bengals aren't going to cover 7.5, in my opinion. So we'll, we'll see. But, you know, a win is a win. And uh, the Bengals, if they win tonight, would go three and one, but they might as well enjoy it because uh, they play the Packers the next week. So, Michael, things just, get a little bit tougher. Lord help us if they go three and one. I mean, he danced into my office this week a couple of days, two and one. I, I don't even want to think what he's going to be like if they actually win three games. I gotta be honest, I'm kind of excited about it. I like to see these teams that haven't done anything for a long time finally make something happen so well, it's like detroit and the browns and yeah i'm, I'm yeah, actually, so so 40 years can be defined as a long time <laughs> yeah yeah well i think it's the new unis kelly i think it's the black and white unis i think they look really really good all right so the boys are at bocoma casino we're having a little problem you in too, houston there saturday right, he's back now you dropped out we were, finish what you were saying i said i think it's the uniforms kelly the, the new black and white unis really look good well, they're debuting their orange ones tonight. Oh, uh, they're back uh, The to first that. time this year that mm. they're going to go into orange tonight. Well, the orange is my favorite color, too. That's another reason why. I, yeah, I do I like orange. Now. You like the Bengals tonight. Yeah. But, Bob, you know, when we, were talking, when we were talking with Mr. Heath earlier in the, in the broadcast, the, the voice of the Rice Owls, really the importance of this game Saturday really can't be understated because if you lose this one, and it doesn't matter what team you're on. Yeah, you're one you, and you four. You lose this one. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got you – got, People in both camps going, okay, this is officially going to be a long year. Yeah, there's no question about that. Uh, one in four would uh, would not be a very uh, good start. And you you do have to wonder if, if the Golden Eagles can't pull this out Saturday, and, what the homecoming yeah. attendance would be like uh, come next week. So, yeah, you know, it, you Thank may goodness. have two teams that are one in three. But boy, they're going to be fighting and scrapping because you just, you just really, there's a huge difference in two and three and one and four. One and four, uh, Kelly's a deep, deep hole to have to dig out of. 
Agreed. And if you win this game, you go two and three, as you mentioned. You're coming back for a homecoming game, which right. that always tends to get you know people fired up. And and homecoming should be a winnable game. And the Eagles have UTEP this year. So again, as far as Conference USA scheduling goes, this works out well for the Eagles. And if they'll continue to improve like they did against Alabama, that this is I'm telling you, it's a winnable game. I've got I've got, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on the show. Um, I, I like the Eagles to win this game outright, and they're getting two points. So, so you're, uh, you know, you're we'll taking goes, you're taking the two points. Is that what I'm hearing, Kelly? While you're there at Bocoma? But yes, I am. But I would. But I would. If it was a pick'em game, I would take Southern Miss. Right. I just, I just think they're going to win this game. I really do. All right, big game for the Golden Eagles, as we've said. Want to thank Bocoma Casino and Sandersville for having the guys down there this afternoon. We're really happy to be back with them, and it kind of tells us that maybe COVID is beginning to get in our rear view mirror, and that's where we want to keep it. All right, Athletics Director Jeremy McLean on the show tomorrow should be very, very good. We look forward to it. Hope you'll join us. And until then, everybody, Southern Miss. To the top. Kids on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.